the stresses I experience are because I lack the flexibility. I just like when the mom said that, I mean, that's like a part of adulting. Yeah. Just because something doesn't go your way, like you can't like always like lash out on it all the time, right? We snacked up. We ready to go. Mm, this tastes kind of funny. They're like, like bland, but not. Have you never had those? I don't think I've ever bought it for myself. Like the non-chocolate part tastes like absolutely nothing. Really? Just eat the non-chocolate part. It almost tastes like a <laughs> blander version of like the banana, banana cake. cake. Yeah, but the banana cake is not bland. <laughs> <laughs> these are kind of good. Mm, the Indermi ones? I actually bought these because of your dad. These are bad because these always make me look in the bag before I pick it. You know you know, you know what I mean? What do you mean? You know what I'm talking about? I actually about? do. There are people who just like grab snacks. Mm -hmm. But when I have Doritos or Hot <laughs> Cheetos, uh -huh. I'm like a look in the bag type of chip person <laughs> and this is a look in the bag type of cracker wait because you need to get the one that's like darker in like, color yeah. <laughs> because you know Sasta. it's more <laughs> yeah. so, oh, oh, look at that one can you grab that one yeah, that was a good one yeah grab the one in the very front like look at like, like, look, guys, at the difference. look at the difference <laughs> yeah that's crazy oh my gosh oh my gosh like that one's gonna Cheers. be so sweet <laughs> Mm. Mm. But yeah, we got our Korean snacks ready for today because we're talking about mm. one of my favorite Korean dramas. Really? Yeah. I was actually thinking about that this morning too, and I think it might be one of my favorites too. Yeah. Did I ever tell you what my very favorite drama is? My mom is like shook because every time like a, a drama series ends, and you know there's that buffer of like when there's no good dramas out, the one drama I will always just like i watched it too many times like too many times i actually watched it like a couple days ago too is she was pretty i don't think i, I don't, ever watched that i don't know what the translation is in korean it's with um i don't know these people's names i'm bad with names especially um, korean names yeah but he's paksaroi like him the oh oh uh from is like, that from startup no, Who's no, the other one. Um, oh, like, the one from um the North Korea one. That one. No, <laughs> what are we talking about? But you know they got married. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, cute. Yeah. The one, Lauren, like he's getting revenge, and he's like, uh, like a, I don't even remember. I was gonna say a fighter, but he was in some my way also. <sighs> I don't know his name. Yeah, get up. <sighs> this one. Yeah, he's Ooh. literally in startup. You crazy? You want to bet? Yeah, I want to bet. What do you want to bet? 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 I asked you first. What do you want to bet? Okay, okay. You guys, how many shoes are good? How many shoes are good? I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. Let me think. Let me think. What's a good one? What's a good one? What do you hate? Hey, no, I want a basket full of snacks. Okay. Korean snacks. A basket full. Okay. Like as many as you got during this grocery haul. Okay. Okay. Like $47. $47 worth. Okay. $47 worth of snacks. Okay. Korean snacks. Okay. Amazing. Are you ready? Yeah, he's in startup. Are you ready? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Where? Where? <laughs> Is this not him? Kim Sono? Kim Sono? <laughs> yeah. Park So Jun? Wait, no, I swear he is. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. he did my yeah. yes! 
that's the drama I was talking about I'm with the sure. fighter. That one. I'm, oh, I'm sure. sweating. Oh my gosh, dude, I'm sweating too. What the heck? Okay. Okay. Forty-seven dollars <laughs> worth of Korean dude, snacks. Dude, I should know by now not to, not to do bets with Julie. Okay, for a second you had me. Like at the very start, I was like. Was he in it? Yeah, he was in it. I'm not gonna bet. And then I was like, no, he was not in it. You like, know why? You know why it. that is? Is because startup and Itaewon class same time, time right? right? Yeah, exactly. I, like, both quarantine, kind of yeah. like it, I, that's what I kind of thought. <sighs> but um, it's fine, it's fine. But before we get into all of our K drama talk, what's been up with your life? I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your disinfectant spray. Dude, I'm so hot. I'm sweating. I'm literally so hot. Take touch it my off. touch my chest. Touch your chest. Touch, yeah. Is it hot? Do yeah, it's hot. It's, it's like, sweating. I feel like I'm also radiating. Yeah, heat. yeah. If I was wearing a crew neck, I, it would have definitely been to put your hand down my shirt, and you would have felt the radiating the heat. heat. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys. I was really sick. Just thick, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. I, I feel like a good ninety-five. Okay. Percent. Yeah, you're not. I don't know because it's bacterial. Dude, so like you, and your, you and your bacterias. Dude, it was a pretty intense. Like, so I was in the office. So this was what, like a week and a half ago. And I knew my boss was sick, but I mean, he was like fine. Right. But I started like coughing a bit at the end of the day on Thursday. Yeah. Like my throat started feeling a bit scratchy. Yeah. Um, but then on Friday, I was like, oh, like I don't feel the greatest. Like my throat hurts a little bit, but not like the swallow like in oh, pain swallow. type oh, okay, it wasn't okay. like that okay, right? okay. it was just kind of um i remember it, it felt it just felt swollen like the actual oh. throat itself was just like puffy oh god as if my throat cried you know it just oh, kind of oh, felt oh, thick oh, yeah, like the yeah, throat yeah, yeah. felt thick but yeah. it didn't hurt or anything and then saturday rolls around and i like started getting these like cough attacks <gasps> um of just like you know when like yeah you can't even hold it in like you can't you, stop yeah also. when you hold it in is when you like have to like you just have to like cough intensely yeah and then yep sunday was no bueno and then it got really bad sunday night monday tuesday wednesday Shit. was pretty bad and i was taking medicine but the medicine wasn't helping so my doctor was like mm, it's probably probably like an infection at this point a sinus infection oh. and sinus infections i've had those before a couple times but you can only get rid of that with antibiotics so then i started taking the antibiotics and i am such an expert at being sick i, I know that you have to eat so even mm -hmm. if I wasn't very hungry, like you just kind of have to force yourself because that very Korean mentality of mine is like you have to eat in order to eat the medicine and that's how you beat the, but oh my gosh, I would, big mistake. You guys never wear gray shirts when you're sick. It was like drenched. It was drenched in like, you know, the Korean comforters, like the Korean, like, oh, oh the wait, fat, like the, the just like thick the thick one? one, they're thick. Oh my God. It was like thin because it was like so wet. I was like, oh, and if you don't remember, like, it was so hot. Do you remember it was really hot? Yeah. He so then, So then I actually, like, now looking back at it, I'm not sure if I was sweating because I was, like, so ill and the Cheonggi Jampan was on or if it was because it was, like, 95 degrees. You had a Cheonggi Jampan on <laughs> yeah. in 95 degree weather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. She really committed to sweating it out. Yeah, yeah. So then just on top of that, I was coughing so much. And this is like probably a Julu fact, but I'm just like a visual person, right? So imagine you're like coughing and that's just like a lot of pressure in your mouth. Okay. And so my gums were like swelling too. You guys, I just feel like we're just going in circles. 
you remember that? Do you remember that one, like that month check-in where I was like, I oh, guess where I went, the dentist, the dentist, the dentist. <sighs> it looks like I'm gonna be going back to the dentist because where I originally got the crown, I think because of my grinding, there's like a crack in it now. So that's causing sensitivity. And so when I was ill, I was in so much pain because I think the swelling of the tooth, this is how I visualize it. The okay. swelling of the tooth was pushing my tooth down, causing like my bite to be off. So I couldn't really like bite my, I couldn't like bite down like this okay. because these two teeth in the back would touch first before the rest of the mouth would like close. Right. And it's like ever so slightly, but like, I'm just like very sensitive at this point because I'm in so much pain. Oh my God. So I went to the dentist and, you know, I had braces, but then he commented on like, mm, your braces don't look like they were strategically placed. Like they look fine. My teeth look fine. Yeah, you have good teeth. But I think if a dentist saw it, it would look kind of misaligned. Oh my gosh. And then just on top of that, I was on my period and I had a Korean soup called yukejang uh -huh. for 12 meals. 12 <laughs> meals. <laughs> Dude, uh, are you... Yeah. You, yeah, you know how you're sweating right now? My poop smells, smells like it. Smells like yukejang. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The doo-doo was like... Are you okay? <laughs> I don't like that visual. I feel like you're going to have taste aversion. Can you eat yukejang now? If I asked you to get yukejang like, with uh, me? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> There's no way, huh? You know what's weird? Like yukejang, I never crave until I'm sick. I'm like, give me all the yukejang. Oh, really? So my parents bought like four like tubs mm -hmm. because I think it's like the one at the H Mart or S Mart. It actually tastes really good. It's so tasty. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was on my last one, it was maybe like, I was really, really sick Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I think on Thursday morning, I was like, can you guys buy more yukejang? big big mistake because when i started feeling better on the thursday was like all right i don't want any more yukejang but, but then there were just there were like three more tubs of yukejang in the fridge oh so never again never again Wait. not until i'm sick but i don't plan on being sick for a very very long time so that sounds like a very <laughs> rough week how are you doing yeah. emotionally through all of this have you even like had time to think emotional no i think i've been very emotional but like not because of the illness oh. i think it's like uh just like hormones Oh. Just like hormones period I've been emotional but I've also been just so concerned because my stamina naturally is so low but I hate being sick because it's almost like a reset oh like you have to build it back up again yeah so yeah. I'm like scared because I have to go into the office and I can't just waste my boxing classes I have to use like the credits that I have which means I have to go box but then like just driving back and forth and like that was what I would think about laying in bed drenched in my sweat and you can't even shower because you know you're gonna sweat again you know uh, what i mean i mean you could shower you could <laughs> but you could but it, but it's but like, it, like it's, it's a little pointless so, so i washed my sheets twice because why you know what i mean like yeah. you have to wash it and then you're and just gonna you sweat, sweat it, it again, again. <laughs> yeah so might as well just like so, bathe in the grossness yeah yeah i mean you're, you're just a ball of infested germs anyways you know yikes so yeah well i agree with you on the emotional front because yeah um, what about yeah, what I, about your week uh, my week has been very good honestly mm. it was a great week i feel like work has been going well i feel very motivated i feel like i love what i'm doing and so it's been good and then we had our first friend wedding which i was very sad that you were not there i know that back way back i was like hey hey you you didn't get an invite yeah and then i, I remember I, I take it back i remember i take it back i take it back because firstly i think that was a mean comment 
<laughs> and then secondly, dude, I cried so much. I cried so much at this wedding. I think I'm going to cry again. Because, like, I think it solidified that, like, all these people. Oh, she's going to cry. <laughs> all these people that, like, we've grown up with for, like, the past 15 years. Like, why are you going <laughs> to cry? Why are you crying? We're like we're like getting old oh, i shouldn't <laughs> blow on you oops sorry oh, oh i knew it was we're getting try. old no it's like it's like our childhood is over like <laughs> we used to fuck around so much we used to like spend every friday together <laughs> every friday at church oh, it was just <laughs> she's laughing at me <laughs> Dude, I've been crying all <laughs> You guys! You guys! <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so funny to me because you guys know what we're talking about today. We're talking about 2521. And it was like, I like literally didn't cry once during the drama. She's crying more right now. <laughs> Thinking about the end of our childhood. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm a child at heart. Oh my gosh. But it's just like, it's crazy. Like, we've all known each other for so long. Like, we've seen each other grow up and, like, helped in, like, forming everyone's, oh like, God. personalities in a way. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, it, they were just so happy. So, congrats to Curtis and Natalie. <laughs> Well, I'm happy you had a really good time. <laughs> Why are you crying? Why? If you know, if Hannah's not crying like this at my wedding, I'm going to be offended. <laughs> you go, ew, what is that? All right, break, 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 break. so much snow. <laughs> oh. We're back with tissues. Oh my gosh. No, I'm, I'm being so serious. If you don't cry like this at my wedding. Julie, I'm going to cry so much at your wedding. <laughs> you guys, there's there are no plans as of now. I'm, I'm, my, my imaginary wedding. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm so sweaty. I want to give you a hug, but I can't because it's like I'm really gross and hot. So here, okay. air hug. Air hug, Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, Wi-Fi? You know how Koreans <laughs> do that thing when they're cheersing? And like, if they don't want to like touch cups, they'll just like go Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi! Jung! And then they'll drink. No, I've never heard of oh, that. Okay, okay. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, so I think I'm just like very emotional, obviously. Did other people cry like, like you cried? Dude, everyone did. Really? Yeah. Like me, Gloria, Julie, Priscilla, we all cried like this. Like it was crazy. Like, during Richie's best man speech, I was making fun of him prior because I was like, dude, you finished this literally 30 minutes before the wedding. And he finished it 30 minutes. Dude, literally because I was like, we've all been there through all the memories he was talking about. Mm. I think that's what like broke me. I'm like, dang, we've come up long way. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I'm ready to talk about the episodes. <laughs> <sighs> well i'm happy you had a good weekend but there's lots of happy tears i, I like happy tears yeah. i love happy tears yeah you look great <laughs> you look great thank you so much you look great. <laughs> yeah so as you guys know 25 21
we were gonna drop this last week right yeah. but yeah. then i was so ill that i couldn't and so you guys probably, if you haven't had the time to catch up on it, watch. I mean, you probably know what happened already, but I felt so inclined to do an episode on this because it, this drama was so deep. You know, I have a bad habit of skipping a lot of scenes in drama watching. Bro. I don't know. I'm just so impatient. I just like have to skip. Yeah. But there was, I think I was like debriefing with my mom the next morning and I missed like an entire scene and I was like, what do you mean? Like that happened because... I don't skip chunks at a time. It's like a little bit. Right. But that's how important every scene is in this drama. And so I wanted to, you know, I'm, this is not like a deep dive of every single episode, but there were some like really like meaningful takeaways for me. Yeah. I don't know. Whoever the author, like the producer, the 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 writer, the the way like I've never felt like words could sound so beautiful. Mm. Like and whoever translated it on Netflix did an amazing job. Like amazing job. Sometimes it doesn't make sense or it doesn't like do the justice of like the purpose or like what it's actually supposed to mean. Right. But I have one starting with episode one. Oh, okay. Let's go. Yeah. So major, major spoiler alerts, right? So if you haven't watched it or, or yeah, if you haven't watched it, don't listen. But if you know you're not going to watch it, yeah, go ahead and listen to this. So our main character, Hito, is on the fencing team, right? Yep. And I feel like they chose fencing because of like the Korean Olympic fencing team. You know how like they were all so good looking? They were like, oh. like the, it's like Olympic celebrities after the Olympics. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if fencing was actually. I think, okay, I think Koreans love niche sports. Oh, yeah. Like they love speed skating, right? Love and speed skating. Fencing has always been up there. Archery. Yeah, I was gonna say archery. It's funny because when I think of archery, I think of Sean Nam, our guest, like from a couple yeah. episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's this other like random, the, I'll watch these like Korean celebrity clips on YouTube of like their families. Oh. I think Korea is really, it's like, it's like keeping up with the Kardashians, but like little, like literally every single like celebrity. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. so many of those in Korea. It's it's really made. It's, it's made greatly. But I digress. So in episode one, she fences, and the plot is around the time the IMF like occurred, hit Korea, mm-hmm. um, and there was this line when her fencing team gets cut. And Hido is like, how can you take away my dream like this? Mm. And her initial coach responded, it's not me that took away your dream, but the generation. In Korean, generation is Shida. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just so profound to me because the opportunities that lay at our hands, if you really think about it, it's just so deep. It's with the help of the generation. Yeah. Right? Like even you and me, the space that we're in and the career lifestyle that fit fit what we want like this would not be a possibility, I think, back like in two, the p- two decades ago. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And it's it's just so crazy because, I mean, maybe it's more like you don't know what you don't know, stuff like that, right? Because this was like obviously not not a possibility back then. And by this, I mean, let me just lay out my company for you. There is a snack cabinet. There's slides like, Kombucha, you know, yeah, they, yeah. Like, they want you to not drive through traffic. So, you know, I, my hours are a little wonky, not your traditional like, nine to five stuff like that and so i don't know it just it just struck a chord when it said how can you do this to me oh it's not me doing this to you it's the generation mm. and so obviously like covid is the biggest thing that happened in our generation yeah and remember how i was saying i feel so robbed of my early 20s yeah yeah but really like it's the generation just mm-hmm. like the time that we are alive yeah and why, you know, we live through the events that we live through. Yeah. I also think it speaks to, like, it gave me a little bit of 
perspective on how Koreans kind of view America, I think. Because, you know, oftentimes, like, I hear from people, like, you don't know how good you have it. You don't understand, like, what kind of opportunities that you are able to have, like, when you're living in America. And I think when you're living in Korea, like, your opportunities are still very much, like, restricted. Like, though people can work up from the families that they are born into. I think a lot of times still it's it's really about like nepotism and, mm-hmm. you know, passing companies on to like your children. And so if you are born yeah. into a family that may not be in the best position, I think it's still hard over there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially during times like the Olympics, mm. like the World Cup. I mean, I feel like my Korean pride comes out a lot oh, just because yeah. it's such a small country. So just imagine like the other countries. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. That, that was just like, wow, that was like really, really deep. And this is episode one. And then also in episode one. So going back to what I said initially, like I cried so much in this drama because Hiro doesn't have a father in, in the drama because he passed away when mm-hmm. she was younger. I don't mm-hmm. remember the age, but she was really, it was she like, was eight, like eight, eight, eight. Yeah, yeah, she was eight. And so it's like her, her working mom who mm. like, I mean, the mom is an anchor woman. So, you know, I've thought about this. People who do the eight o'clock news, like, do they ever go on vacation? Because they have to report the eight o'clock news every single day, oh. right? And so, and if there's any like urgent news, like she has to go on air and stuff like that. Right, right. So anyways, um, she's talking about like transferring, asking her mom and her mom is just like dumbfounded because it's like, well, actually the, the plot was like, she got caught going to the club. Right. Because right? she was trying to get herself transferred. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. She's so funny. Um, and so anyways, like her mom's like pissed off, right? Cause like her minor daughter is like at the club, like, and like she took her mom's clothes and it smells of like cigarettes, cigarettes and yep. alcohol. And anyways, so the mom gets pissed off and starts ripping up her comic book, which I looked up on YouTube and the comic book was supposed to be symbolic, but I don't really remember why. So they're fighting your typical mom and daughter fighting. But I think what resonated with me was Hido was saying, you know, like it took much more courage for me to approach you, like to the mom to tell you about like wanting to transfer and just like talk about her personal issue than the courage it took for her to like get in trouble at the club. Oh. She was more scared to talk to her mom yeah. than to like hit the club. Yeah. And not that like I've been in that situation before. I don't, I don't know why. Like, you know, when I do get a bad grade or when I do need to break bad news or when I know the conversation is not going to be so smooth sailing, I feel like I could relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because of your parent, you think it's going to be the easiest, but sometimes it's the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a lot of times with parents, like it's easy to have walls up with them Mm. because you know your parents very well. And so you anticipate a certain reaction. Honestly, I feel like most of the time we're right. And so, yeah, I don't know. It kind of like broke my heart, like seeing how cold her mom was to her, like post her dad's passing. Because I think a lot of times when you think about parents it's always like oh mom is the bad guy and like the dad is like the good guy the goofy one like yeah he's always the one that gets to have fun and i feel like that relationship dynamic kind of comes into play here where it seems like the dad kind of played a role of like balancing out the mom so like yeah. for her to have to feel like she has to take on such a big responsibility on her own while raising a daughter but like kind of choosing to kind of put her family on the back burner i think it was really it like yeah. set the stage for the entire drama kind of yeah and then i actually can't remember like in what context this was said but i thought this was so deep also uh fast forwarding ahead to episode three Ejin, so the male character said mm-hmm. this he said every tragedy in life is a comedy if you see it from afar catch my mic catch my mic <laughs> dude 
I'm like I'm processing. Like when you think about how you were at the beginning of COVID oh. and just like the stress you felt. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I could think about like, you know, one of my breakups and how much I cried over it and how much I thought um, like, am I making the right decision? Like every tragedy in life is a comedy if you see it from afar. Because I think it serves as a reminder to just like zoom out sometimes. Like, right? Because oftentimes we get stuck in these like, oh, like I hate this. Like all this shit is happening to me. But then like, because we're so like stuck in it, like you can't see it from third person, right? You can't like get out of it. And oftentimes like you just dig yourself deeper into the hole. Yeah. And so, yeah, just a reminder to just like, bro, like this is, this is why I say one of the biggest things I look for in somebody is like somebody who doesn't take life so seriously. Yeah. I feel like I struggle with that because I'm such an extreme person. If I like, if something goes south, mm. I have like all these thoughts oh. of like, like not that this happened, but let's just say like a friend, for example, let's say there's this person that I don't like, then it's not, it just, it just doesn't end at a, I don't like this person. It's going to be, how am I going to talk to this person when I see them in person? Like laying out the scenarios. Should I just unfollow them? But then like, if I meet them in person and they realize that they, I have followed them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like I'm so extreme in that way. And that's just like a friend example. Right. So think about like a job situation uh, or like even in the relationship. Like I think a, a big like fault of mine is when we, when I do fight, it should just remain in just that fight and it can be resolved. But I think about like things way too in advance. Oh, interesting. Where, you know, so it's just, it's funny because this is advice that I need to tell myself repeatedly. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I also think that, dude, okay. I low key watching this drama, I was like, do I want to name my daughter like Hito? because oh. <laughs> literally i love her character so much like i think overall her outlook on life is genuinely like so pure right and i know that it's maybe because of some trauma that she's stuck in this like child you know like mentality but i think in general like she's just so positive and it's so genuine and she's never afraid to like be herself or express herself that I think it's like, like I admire it. Like I'm like, oh my mm. gosh, I hope that, you know, through this growth process that I'm able to just like truly be myself because I've gotten comments from people. Okay, there was one person and it was one comment, but this person, I was like being goofy and stuff, like truly being myself. And he was like, oh, just like be yourself. And I think it really hurt my feelings because I was like, what do you mean? And I think he was kind of like saying like, oh, you're trying too hard. Like, uh. oh, like you're like, like trying too hard for attention when in reality, like if there's music on, I'm a dance. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, yeah, just seeing like her like genuine take on life was very refreshing because I think oftentimes even in K-dramas, yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, like they're this picture perfect, like, yeah. you know, but like. She comes out looking a mess in her like first news thing. Like her mom is yelling at oh, her. Yeah. Like, well, you know what's funny? I think there is a scene when he like tells her, "I admire you because you kind of like speak your mind, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you you speak before you think almost." Oh yeah, right. You just like say things as you feel them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think there was a scene like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really love 
But yeah, moving ahead, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip around a bit. So yeah. hang tight. And in episode nine, so Yurim, the other female character, right? So Hiro's rival. Mm. Like her family is kind of like you know has money issues, kind of tight with money. Yeah. Um, doesn't live the most lavish life. Yeah. And so, anyways, her mom gets her a phone. And Yudim, instead of like feeling grateful, which I can understand her perspective too, like instead of feeling grateful, she's kind of like, why'd you get me this? Like, this is like so much pressure. Like, how can I enjoy using a phone knowing that this costs you money, but we have so much debt? Yeah. And so then the mom says, you know, I bought this for you, hoping to just see you smile once. Mm. Right. The mom was like, can't you just think of my feelings first instead of money? And so the new team responded with, well, what can feelings do for us? Oh. Right? And I feel like that's why, like, I, like she said, feelings don't pay off debts. And I can understand her because, you know, me, I'm a very, like, A to B. I'm a very, like, well, yeah, like, if you're in debt, you gotta, you can't be buying. Like, you have to pay that off first, and then you can reward yourself type right, of person. Right, But then it comes full circle because, um, Hito was going through some stuff. This is like the detail stuff, like with the fencing industry, <laughs> fencing industry, with the fencing world and whatnot. It all ties in, you guys. Um, and anyways, she meets Yudim's mom and Yudim's mom is like, are you the one that, you know, beat, beat my, my daughter? daughter? And uh-huh. I was like, oh, shoot. But then she was like, good job. And like gives her a hug. Yeah. And then when, um, this is like so much detail, but you guys know when I tell a story, it's very, very full of detail. So anyways, you guys, Yudim and Hido were not friends in the beginning. But anyways, right after the mom gives the hug, they find out that like they're each other's like, pe- not pen pals, but like I am buddies, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's completely anonymous. Yeah, but yeah. then so the, after they find out, um, Yudim apologizes for her behavior and for all that fiasco that went on. But then Hido says like, no, like it's okay. Um, all my sadness, like verbatim from the from the translation. <laughs> yeah, um, it's okay all my hurt and sadness melted away when your mom hugged me yeah and so then Yudim calls her mom and is like you know i'm sorry for the way i acted turns out like feelings can pay off debt mm-hmm. and i just thought that was so deep because we're talking both like literally and figuratively kind of right like Yudim was talking about the literal like financial she was talking about like financial debt and so it was like well what can feelings do like we cannot like just because like you want the debt paid off you can't just get the debt paid off right right but then she understood where her mom was coming from because of Hito's story that she shared right of how like she she did feel so sad and like not burdened but just like so sad the entire world was like shitting on her essentially right for winning and i just thought that was so deep yeah and moving on to episode 10 who the fuck is peg one (laughs) i don't remember right now peg one peg one is a hundred like a hundred cents i think it was a person oh you remember i remember okay episode (laughs) 10 who is peg one episode 10 peg one and the radio girl it's when she it's when she it's when she meets um Oh, is that yeah, the little Jin's brother? Little brother. It's Yijin. <laughs> okay, well, I read the subtitle, so I definitely say Yejin. No! Yejin. Yejin. Okay. His I'm name just... is Pegwon? Are I you sure it's Pegwon? I think it is, yeah. And so. I, I don't think so. No. You want to bet? <laughs> I actually can't. I actually have to. no idea. I, uh, what? Can we. <laughs> should we do 90, what, should 90 we do three dollars? <laughs> should, should we do three more dollars so it's up to 50? <laughs> okay, because that's like a snack. That's a snack. That's a snack. So let's bet. Yeah, let's bet three dollars. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 Pause. Pause. And you're saying his name is Pegwan. It may not be the spelling, but it's that's how you, how you say, say it. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I found it. I found it. Wait. Is that the? 
Is it Peggy? <laughs> Okay, there's no way a Korean person <laughs> is gonna name their child Pegwon. If you're Korean, you know Pegwon means a hundred cents. One is the currency. Why would you name? Actually, I guess. Okay, I'm sorry. Because what, what if we know people whose Korean names are Pegwon, like Park Pegwon or like Kim Pegwon, <laughs> like E Pegwon? Oh my God, E Pegwon <laughs> is two hundred cents. Oh my God, Sam <laughs> Pegwon. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But okay, you guys, she's gonna be buying me fifty dollars worth of Korean snacks. Oh, God. can you make sure that pinches are in there? Of course. Like, <laughs> She's bitchy. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. But All right. Sorry. But okay. So, so when Peg won. <laughs> Because it's really funny. Hannah took notes on all the episodes and scenes I did not take notes on. So it's very clear. It's just so interesting. You know what I can't get out of my head? What? You guys, a couple like weeks ago, the girls were saying, okay, so they were making fun of me because I'm so bad at board games, right? Okay. But I bet you I probably, if anybody was ever down in our group of friends to play board games, it's probably me. But they were saying they don't want to be teammates with me because I think so differently. And... <laughs> I can't tell if I'm the one like picking up on the wrong information. You know what I mean? The non-important information or what in the world you're taking notes on. He knows bruise. Why does he knows bruise? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Her toe bruise? Her toe bruise? What bruise? <laughs> Why are you taking notes on somebody's bruise? <laughs> Were you going to say that it reminds you of yourself? Because you bruise yeah, so much? that's what it was. It was dead ass that. How did you know? Where's the symbolism? Oh. She reminds me of my <laughs> two weeks ago when I fell my, down the stairs. My bruise that healed. That's much better. So well. Oh, wow. It was, does it hurt? No, oh, actually. Wow, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. To be honest, I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember what All I right. had to say because my notes were peg one and radio <laughs> girl. <laughs> I, knew, I knew if I just wrote words, I wouldn't remember. So you guys, I wrote paragraphs oh god okay let's hear your hito's bruise <laughs> we both had a bruise the end wow so deep okay next so deep julie, okay. julie julie's leading this episode everyone oh oh this is a good one. Oh, this is so deep okay you guys i feel like 11 had a lot of gold nuggets in it <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. So there was a scene where now um, Eugene like becomes a reporter, and so like works is like colleagues with Hido's mom, right? So in Korea, the happy hour culture is really, really big. Yeah, right. So they're they're drinking whatever, and they're just talking outside. And Hido's mom asks Eugene like, "Was becoming a reporter your dream?" Mm. And he said this in Korean, obviously, but the chimi? translation. No, chimi is a hobby. <laughs> Wait, what? What did I just say? Chimmy. Chimmy. That little Julie there. You said it real confidently. Um, anyways, the um, so he said when asked, <laughs> was, this, was this your dream? He said, I don't think not living your dream means you failed at life. And I don't think living your dream means you succeeded either. Did we watch the same drama? <laughs> you know... I don't watch things this intensely. Mm. I like watch things for the enjoyment yeah. of them. <laughs> well, actually, right, you guys, I started watching this drama because Hannah was like, this is a feel good. <laughs> and then here I am literally crying every single episode as I shared in a couple check-ins, check-ins ago. Right. I was like really like invested. In. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Dude, I think we, wait, I actually think we view dramas 
really way differently. Differently, this is crazy. Yeah, this shows our th- the the divergence in our yeah. paths to the same yeah. goal. <laughs> yeah, because at the end we both liked it, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. But how deep is that? I don't think not living your dream means you failed at life, and I don't think living your dream means you've succeeded either. Like that's such a humbling statement. For the latter part, why do you think that's true? Because I assume you agree with it. Yeah, yeah. I think there have been just like being so goal oriented. There have been so many times when I've reached the goal but I didn't feel like I've succeeded. Well, what is your dream though? Cause like goals are different than dreams. Yes. Yes. But I think the life that I, that I dream of is a life where I'm achieving all my goals. Um. Like it doesn't like, it's not fully defined by that, but you know, just like on the spot, if I have to think of like, okay, like what is like, what is like, what would be my dream? My like dream in life, it would be to live like be able to like mark mark off like to do lists and like check marks and like to me climb up like some type of ladder um, of like improving or right going going somewhere yeah just like I think the way I grew up and whatnot being able to accomplish something right equates to success but holistically is it successful I don't know like are you living the successful life right who knows I don't know no yeah i do think like quote unquote success because you can say if you achieve your dream and you like live out your dream then you are successful i think it's overrated i think that a lot of times when you get to the thing you get to the destination you achieve the goal it's not what you actually thought it was going to be exactly and so i do think in a sense it's it's right so deep yeah yeah i cried so much in this episode you guys oh oh like this is the only episode i cried in i think oh this one and the last one this one why did you cry in this one I cried in this one because this is the episode that the mom and Hido go to the dad's grave yes. and you finally see the mom show some emotion. Wait, before you talk about that, okay. there was a scene before that where, so because this is a scene where she marks on the calendar, like go to the dad's. Like funeral. Yeah. F- funeral. Um, grave. grave. <laughs> I don't want to say tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not uh, incorrect. Yeah, I don't know what you call it. Graveyard? The graveyard? Yeah, that's such a sad the graveyard. I don't, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, th- there was just a symbolic like representation of the chair that the dad made from wood and whatever. Um, and it was a rainy day and like uh, basically at the scene where where they're getting drunk, there was like uh, an urgent news report whatever. And so the mom had promised Tito that she would come home to go to the carpenter with her, right. but then couldn't cuz she had to go and report right uh, of course like Yijin comes and he was like crying because she was trying to like carry the chairs by herself and then she like dropped it down the stairs and they like broke broke yeah so now they're trying to they're at the um what do you call the um like a 7-eleven in korea oh the peony jump yeah the peony jump the peony jump the peony jump they're at the peony jump and they're talking and this was so interesting to me too because Yijin, right Yijin knows that the mom drank but then the mom had to like get herself get, together yeah. and then report, right? Yeah. So then he was just sharing this with her after Hido shared that her mom like broke the promise and whatever. And she says, wow, this they were heartaches for me, but my mom made you dream. Oh. And it was just, I think this also just like, it meant so much to me because, you know, my dad kind of lived in Korea for the majority of my childhood. And there were so many things. I mean, I lived a really, I had a really great childhood, but right. there were still so many things I just, couldn't do physically because my mom is one person and she also had to work yeah so it just made me think like not that i ever resented her but you know sometimes i'm like oh 
I was thinking more of like a Girl Scouts example. Like I've always wanted to do that, but uh-huh. because like usually the moms are really heavily involved, um, she couldn't do that for me. Mm. But here she was making sure that we were being fed, had a roof over our heads, working like eight, nine hours a day, right? Right. Stuff like that. It just made me think about stuff like that. But also if she came home and gave me attitude from her hard work day, uh, we'd probably fight. Yeah. But I'm sure like all the energy, energy, <laughs> all the energy she released like made somebody else's day at her work right and right. so for me i don't know that just it was it was it was a moment when hido seemed like an adult to me because right thereafter they fight about how like hido's not a very understanding person before right. the cemetery scene right um and stuff like that yeah because i think a lot of times when you think about like parent child relationships you have this expectation of your parents to be perfect people right like we don't have a sense of like them being human and so when you finally get to a point of like being able to humanize them and be Mm -hmm. like oh you know what like they're gonna make mistakes like they're gonna make promises that they have to break sometimes i think yeah it was a really important scene and then also yeah just getting back to like dude the scene where her mom has a breakdown yeah oh my gosh oh dude that's when i really freaking cried yeah because she is so she's such a cold person and right you don't see your parents cry but i remember the first time i saw my dad cry yeah and i was like oh god yeah. like it, it talk about humanizing your parents yeah. because you're like oh you're capable of shedding some tears of like just realizing like how people have different ways to cope with things yeah and i think like her mom's was just like putting her head down putting in the work because she had to provide mm so exactly yeah and i want to know another way in which we differ the pencil case scene was so freaking cute it was cute but what about it to be honest (laughs) that scene reminded me of my childhood like seeing Uh, those pencil cases i was like oh my god so nostalgic i think i needed one i think i need one again when i think about those pencil cases what i think about ktb and the store in there? No? No. No. I got a lot of mine from Morning Glory. I remember I would bring something really similar to church. Oh. Do you, I, do you remember? Because on like Sunday, like, you know, during our small groups and stuff. Like, like to take notes. And then there was this girl that I really didn't like. And she, I, I brought one. And then the next week she brought the same one. And then I don't remember. I just like really hated that. That's like what I thought about when I saw that pencil case. Because you know mine was pink. And it was like a hot pink. It's like not really hot pink. It's like a, a deep pink. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely not a millennial pink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but if we want to talk about my favorite episode, I think it was episode 12. Oh, okay. So up until episode 12, I had just like watched it on my own and I had to rewatch it because of my bad habit of like skipping and stuff. Right. And then episode 12, I watched with my mom and oh, I think no. my mom thought I was like unwell. Let me just lay out the situation for you, okay? Okay. The highlight of episode 12 was... So in Korea, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Not not anymore. But back in the day, I like asked my mom. I was like, oh my, like, was this normal? And she was like, yeah. Like teachers like s- like slapped you, abused you. It was oh, very, yeah. very normal. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you honestly growing up, there was a stick of love at my house too. It's called the Sarangeme. It's just <laughs> sarangeme. like Yeah, Sarangeme. We had that. But like in Korea, like you would actually like you would have to sit in front of the classroom if you forgot your books or whatever and like lift your hands and then you yeah. know, like, you know, if you're tardy, you have to do like a uh what do you call those? Um Oh, a like, wall sit. That not wall thing? sit. No, the yoga pose. Like the, a downward dog. Yeah, a downward dog. You'd literally have to do a downward dog, and they would spank you. Oh, but anyways, so corporal, like this time frame, corporal punishment mm-hmm. um, had you know the yeah gone 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 away. 
yeah yeah right? yeah it, it went was away. like it was like they passed a law and whatnot <sighs> to finally abolish yeah yeah and so basically there was this very abusive teacher and so he kept abusing chiung yeah. the other main you know male character right yeah. and so the, the the other character her name is Seungwan. radio girl yeah radio girl yeah I, I think it'll be easier if we just say radio yeah. girl yeah, so yeah. radio girl um was actually ranked number one in her class yeah, right yeah, 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 and yeah. this stuff she talks about on the radio too just like why are there numbers and we're taught not to be abusive and hit others and be kind but here we are with the teachers yeah being abusive yeah and so anyway she's had enough of this teacher who is like so abusive to these kids yeah and so she says something calls the police the police comes and the police is like student you can't be doing this to your teacher like that's so rude of you like even if you do call us like there's nothing we can do and i just like felt so much anger for her like mm-hmm. i think i was gonna i like probably shed a tear from the anger oh you're getting frustrated and of that. then um anyways like blah blah he's like so then the teacher finds out that she talked about this on the radio right so he's like she says her she, she says <laughs> the names at least we're yeah. anonymous about him yeah. she was just like yeah it is this teacher at this high school blah, uh, yeah. blah. and so anyways um she was like there's absolutely no way I'm apologizing to you like blah 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 so she has to come home and like tell her mom right yeah. so this household also the dad is there like they have a dad but he's not like in the drama yeah I think he's just like busy doing other stuff so oh. I think the mom and the daughter are really really close oh, oh, oh. and so here's how it went she can't transfer right the mom asked Chonak is transfer and she's like no I can't transfer because then that'd be admitting that I was in the wrong right and you know mind you that also the timeline there's only one month left until the senior test Mm -hmm. and unlike the US where we can just take the SAT as many times as we want like every single month right in Korea it's like once a year yeah it's once a year right so that test she cannot take if she's obviously not enrolled in school Mm. so she has to essentially take like the GED to pass like the high school credits right there's one month left Okay, there's one month left that she's ranked number one. She's valedictorian. Her mom asks, is this situation so important that you need to throw away the past year of your life? And when someone musters up the courage and says, mm, and she says, Miane. And so she's like crying at this point, right? She's yeah. like, Miane. Mm, kind of like that. And all oh, the waterworks were just like, right? So my mom is sitting on the other couch and I'm sitting and I'm just like, <gasps> I'm just like crying. Mm. And oh my gosh, her mom is like, so then her mom gives her a hug and is like, you know, takes it in very well. This wasn't like a fiery scene. The last, the takeaway here is the mom was like, you have to learn how to heal is to be flexible. You can't live in this world if you only know how to break. We really did not watch the same drama. Dude, you can't live in this world if you only know how to break. I think maybe this hit home run for me because of the stress I went through in my previous workplace. Mm. But it's like, cause I feel like I'm not very flexible. Just like naturally like i'm just i'm not i'm not the most like we talk about it like i'm not the most chill right right and sometimes i think like the stresses i experience are because i lack the flexibility Interesting. and although the situation is obviously very different here right um i just like when the mom said that i mean that's like a part of adulting yeah just because something doesn't go your way like you can't like always like lash out on it all the time right right and i think for me like that's where i feel immature sometimes it's because i feel like i still can't contain myself in it like i wear my emotions on my sleeve so much right and so that's just like i think that's why it hit home run for me too because interesting i feel like after everything i say i just say it's just so deep but it, it's truly just so freaking deep i honestly i think during this scene i was like i don't i don't get it i was straight up like i don't understand why this is such a big deal and i get that it was different times especially with the corporal corporal punishment and you don't want to see your friend getting hurt but i didn't understand why she had to drop out yeah 
Like, I just thought that that was an overreaction, to be honest. <laughs> oh, she's getting angry, guys. Well, so I think when she was talking to the police officers and stuff like that, too, it was like, I don't, she's just saying, like, I don't want to be another bystander. Mm. Like, at school, we are taught all these things, yet they're so hypocritical. Aww. And when we are taught to, when you see something, say something type of thing right. out in the world, yet here we are at school. And when you're like, like he got mad at Chiung because he was wearing like some graffiti shirt. Teacher was so absurd, right? Yeah. And so she decided to say something. And I like, I didn't, I didn't go to school in Korea, but I feel like I can feel that frustration. In Korea, Aww. it's very hierarchical. It's very Aww. like, just do as I say. Like, right. like oh, but then. But then the mom came and was just like, who's the abusive teacher here? And she just owned it. And it was just so refreshing. Wait, yeah. I but, will say I do love like kind of like the team nature of mom and daughter. Yeah. Like yeah. her mom really went in. I think yeah. it's, you know, a parent's responsibility to like yeah. protect their child. There's also a lot of like, like girl power in this drama, actually, because even Yudi, oh, yeah. the dad was like working all the time. And so it was like Yudi and the mom. Yeah. Tito and the mom. Wait, true. Um, Chung doesn't have a dad either because they divorced and so he lived with his mom oh. and so his mom is friends with Suwon's mom radio girl's mom oh that's why they're so they all really, really had right. moms oh <laughs> so let's go they say behind every strong successful man is a strong yes. woman yes exactly exactly yeah. dang just kind of skipping ahead to episode 15 I think that, you know in this episode one of the big things that like Hito and Ijin are did I get it right yeah. yeah i did why are you yeah. laughing then because i thought of pig one <laughs> <laughs> but. but i think that like when they start talking about how you're supposed to like share the other person's pain mm. i actually don't know how to what extent i agree to that with because i think in a way because i have learned so intensely about setting boundaries yeah especially like with my sister like when things go wrong in her life i think yeah. i used to really 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 take them on myself i think i've learned that like i don't want my emotions like i have enough emotions yeah i don't want them to be dependent on another person and i understand like being empathetic and sympathetic towards your partner's like troubles but at the same time i don't want to ever feel like like i'm burdening burdening them i think i vaguely remember this scene yeah and it's funny because i thought of you because there was an episode where we talked about this mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i was thinking more about it and it's a very tricky concept let's just mm -hmm. leave it at that no, because yeah. i almost feel like by you consciously thinking of about like you know like your part just because your partner's your partner doesn't mean they're your therapist right like yeah, right yeah, in yeah, that yeah, episode yeah. where we do talk about this that's what we talked about but is that an appropriate boundary like like they're your they're your significant other right like right. you're choosing to like this person is your other half right it almost feels like you're building a barrier mm. i don't know i don't really know how to express it it's like the way they said it was really romantic make sure you leave some of that pain for me to feel or something like that I don't remember the exact words, but it was kind of like right. that. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like I, I think, and when you love somebody so much, it's not like, yeah, let me leave some of that pain and like make sure you you're there with me, like in <laughs> suffering. Right. It's more like I love you so much, like I want to take some of that away from you, almost like. Oh. I think that's what it's supposed to mean. That's so interesting because I think this ties back to me oftentimes feeling like a burden. Mm. Like I don't like to share negative experiences because I yeah. don't want to affect them. Yeah. And like I know that it's up to them whether or not like yeah. they ch let. They but do you feel like when you don't share it, 
that makes you feel better in the end because like sometimes <sighs> isn't it better like does, doesn't it make you feel you feel like don't you feel better when you're like i'm sad because like this this happened and then even if they don't really agree not saying like they always have to agree with you but sometimes it's like yeah that's a sucky situation or like that's true you know I mean? it's, it's it, yeah. they are empathizing with you right, right right um maybe sympathizing too but um just like validating your emotions kinda, in yeah. general yeah Aww. being able to talk about it as opposed to like bottling it up because i feel like i've noticed when i do that it, it becomes very ugly oh you know especially to my true. significant other because i'm acting weird but i don't want to share it because i don't want them to like feel shitty too right i also think that like maybe i do think like just to relate it back to like real life i think that i've gotten out of the practice of being vulnerable with people yeah you know i think i have too really just so crazy because i thought about this recently and i think it's so funny in the in the course of like our podcast right like we we've established i was really not being vulnerable with my friends and then i feel like i was challenging myself to do so but i don't know like right now i don't feel i'm i notice that i'm not right but i also don't really want to oh interesting so yeah, maybe it's just that season yeah but yeah no i think i think for me like maybe because i've gotten out of the practice of being vulnerable like those feelings of like feeling like a burden and all of that have come back almost because I, mm. I thought I was past it mm. like I thought it was like oh you know what I want to validate my own emotions and all that but maybe this drama is bringing up some yeah. some things I need to work on yeah habits are scary yeah but I don't know I just think like the drama in general I really enjoyed because like right like what because our last episode was on priorities mm-hmm. I think that this was literally the perfect example of like when your priorities are not aligned and like like the main characters. Yeah. Mm. Because right. Like she was focused on the relationship though. She had her career. She had the balance, but I think Ejin like his was career, career, career first. And it can't always be that one partner is giving 80, 90%. Like it can't be like that. And so I think it was just the perfect example of like, us in our age how sometimes people are focused on their careers and so it's not the right time for them to like be focused on a relationship yeah and so yeah just like i guess like being aligned in your values and priorities in general yeah it was a great trauma also i will say okay when i watched Grey's anatomy i was like ooh want to be a doctor when i watched suits i was like "Ooh, i want to be a lawyer and then i was like "Ooh, i'm a i'm a name my kid hito and i'm gonna put her in fencing and peg what <laughs> Shut the hell up. i'm not gonna let this down actually yeah down. yeah it's cool yeah, it is it's so cool i think it's a really cool story to tell why is your middle name start with an h oh it's my korean name hito Oh, where does that originate from? My mom was in love with a Korean drama named after. <laughs> Sorry, anyways. Korea's national champion. Uh huh. Yeah, fiction. <laughs> fiction. <laughs> fiction. I was named after fiction. Hannah. Yeah, Hannah in the English Patient. My parents watched it while my mom was pregnant, and that's why they named me <laughs> Hannah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, uh, well, I hope we did a good job of working. We really, yeah, we picked we picked up such different things. But anyways, it was such a good drama. Give it a watch if you haven't. And on to the next. We probably won't do like too many drama. Yeah, but, but this one was just like too good. Also, guys, I, obsess- so I obsessively watched uh, Business Proposal, so I highly recommend. 
Yeah. I literally watched nine hours in one night. I slept at 5 a.m. <laughs> it was it was nuts, but yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our little review. Um, but yeah, you guys can go ahead and give us a follow on TikTok and Instagram at Purgogi.podcast, on Twitter at Purgogi Podcast, me on Instagram at H A N A K A T T T and me at P E J U L I F I E D. Do they even need to? Didn't you deactivate? Oh. <laughs> Why did I say that? That's really funny. Do not look up B-E-J-U-L-F-A-T. <laughs> because I deactivated my Instagram. Wait, you know, I was trying to tag you in a comment. And then I was like, oh shit. Why is you it tag showing Prugogi. up? You can tag Prugogi. Okay. Um, I'll do that next time. Or you can just text me. I'll talk about like why in the next check-in. Okay. But, um, but till then. Yeah, but till then. You can follow my TikTok. Oh, is that B E J U L F I D? I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. You can follow me on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. One, two, three. Ooh.